oftentimes when small minority communities are affected by violence, there's a little bit of a chance for us to grieve, for us to process, for us to come together with our families, for us to kind of just take in life, for us to spend some time with our kids and our, and our loved ones. I will tell you that over the past few days, those that are behind me and, and, and have worked so hard on this to make today happen, appreciate you all showing up. We understand that it's cold, we understand that it's windy, but there's no other place that we'd rather be to be together and in solidarity and standing for Asian American Pacific Islander lives going forward. We, we have to commit to this work going forward and the AAPI Coalition of Wisconsin is dedicated to that work going forward. So I introduce to you the chair of the AAPI of Wisconsin, Jessica Boyle. Again, 
judging, making me feel like I don't belong. And I know that with so many API here, that that's what we go through every day, right? We live in spaces, we enter spaces where we don't know if we belong. We absolutely belong. Every single one of us belongs. Our community is better and stronger because we belong. is discrimination, it is misogyny, it's anti-immigration policies. These are the things putting our community at risk and this is what we have to work to fight against. As a policymaker, I swear to you, I will fight for you every single day. And there are other leaders here that are going to fight for you every single day. Each one of us matters, each one of us is valued, and each one of us can fight these systems, move these systems, and make it better for all of us, all of our communities, to stand up stronger, to be in solidarity. But again, solidarity is not enough. We need solutions. So I ask you to stand, be a part of the work. Not all of us could be here today. There are some of us who can't. There are some of us where it, it, activism looks so different, right? And so reach out to folks. Ask them what you can do for them. But make sure to care for yourself as well. Do not let what happened in Atlanta silence you. Continue to be vocal and demand that leadership hold them accountable, make them be vocal. It's not just enough to put out statements. Again, we need to fight back and we need leaders who are going to fight as well. So I encourage you to reach out to your legislators, reach out to your electeds, reach out to your community leaders, and demand that we continue to work together to find solutions to fight back against racism, against misogyny, against discrimination, because those are the things that led to the murders. situations where we are sexualized, where we are fetishized, and we don't get to write our own narratives, but from here on forward, we are writing our own narratives. They don't get to write that for us. I'm speaking now of powerful women. I am very honored to introduce another powerful Asian woman, Paula Phillips from the YWCA. Thank you, Representative Long, and thank you, everyone, for coming. It is so touching to see how many people are here in support of the AAPI community. The news to me was broken by my mother when she texted me two nights ago, and I was shocked. And sadly, I was not surprised. But what I was surprised by were the memories that flooded me over the past two days. I thought about my grandmother who worked in a military base during the Vietnam War, where she never talked about harassment she might have experienced, but it is where she met my grandfather. My Lola wasn't able to join my grandfather when he came back to the States because his commanding officer said that their marriage was not truly legal and she couldn't come. So he left her behind pregnant in the Philippines and after my father was born, she was finally able to come to the States. But her mother asked that she leave her son behind because the United States was not a good place to raise a child. So when she went on to go and move to the state of Georgia, she lived there from 1965 to 1970. She couldn't leave her home without being accompanied by her white husband or her white mother-in-law. And even then, she faced discrimination. Eventually, she went back to the Philippines in 1970, not wanting to be away from her son and not knowing if she could bring her son here. I myself was born on a military base in Okinawa, Japan. My dad decided to enlist in the military prior to becoming an American citizen because he saw the opportunities that were here. 
I saw how my dad would get pulled over in our mostly white neighborhood and be able to talk to officers about his military service, show his military ID, and once again show that he was a part of this community. There are so many things that many immigrants, people of color, Asian Americans experience when they come here, and yet Asian Americans are now the leading immigrants in coming to this nation. Sometimes people hear these stories, they see the hate, they see the hurt. Why would people continue to come? I've even asked my mom during these very difficult years, do you ever regret coming here? And for so many of us, for so many of our families, this is a shot at a better life. And those two things can be true, that our lives can be here in this country much better than they were where we left, but it doesn't mean our lives here are what they ought to be. And that is why I'm so encouraged by everyone that is here, because I've seen people stand on behalf of migrant children. I've seen people stand on behalf of Black Lives Matter for our LGBTQIA communities, every single marginalized group, people showing up in Milwaukee. And it's why I continue to choose Milwaukee as my home and why I believe that this country is for all of us and will continue to be better for all of us as we continue to stand. So thank you for coming here and standing on behalf of our community. Continue to consider what don't I know about the history of this country? What do I need to learn? How can I have those resources at our libraries, in our schools, in our community conversations? How can I advocate for laws and policies that protect all of us, not just the privileged few? Because when we continue to work, we actually can see better days, and we can see the democracy that was meant to be when America started. We are still a young country. Our foundation is concrete, but I believe that it is wet. It is not set in racism because we are the growing majority. So please, please, please continue to check in on the AAPI community. Continue to consider how women continue to be marginalized. I was surprised to think about how I, I was flooded with memories from being a young child being groped by a neighbor, and being afraid, and not leaving my house during the summer. When I was only 10 years old, and he was 13, I was not the only young girl on my block, and I never considered race because my parents told me not to think about those things. And many AAPI people can understand how difficult it was for our families to come here, and they so badly wanted to avoid conflict. And I'm so appreciative to the sacrifices they made so that we could be here, but it is because of their sacrifice and because of everything that we've been able to overcome that I can stand here today and question the things that happen in this country and question so that we can have better. So continue to question about history, continue to consider how we can build a better future, and thank you so much for being and standing here with us today. Thank you so much, Francesca. Thank you so much, Paul. We are going to have eight interfaith leaders here tonight. We're going to pray. Definitely does not stop at prayer. Let's put the stage. Bishop Paul Erickson from the Greater Milwaukee State and ELCA. I'd like to welcome Reverend David Simmons, the chair of the Interfaith Conference of Greater Milwaukee. I'd like to welcome Reverend Nordstrom, Unitarian Universalist. And I'd like to welcome Reverend Reverend Gumbel, the Buddhist community. So my name is David Simmons and I'm a Christian leader in the Episcopal Church. 
But I come before you today as the chair of the Interfaith Conference of Greater Milwaukee, an organization that represents over 20 different faith traditions in the Greater Milwaukee area. Our membership includes communities from the multiple strains of the Islamic, Jewish, Christian, Buddhist, Baha'i, Sikh, Hindu, and other traditions. And while we have many differences, we find a commonality in the belief in the inherent dignity of every human being. And it's from that touch point that I'll open our prayers today. And first I would ask for us to take a moment of silence to remember those eight people that were killed in Atlanta. Let's pray. Lord God, our Creator, you made us in a wondrous diversity. Day and night our voices are raised to you in a multitude of languages from a multitude of cultures. Help us to see this diversity as part of your blessing of creation. Teach us that our voices are more resonant when they're in harmony. Show us our essential unity in humanity. Before you today, we in our hearts for we have failed to honor your intention in creation. We stand before you once again, denouncing yet another unthinkable act of violence against your children. Today we see the Asian American Pacific Islander community as the increased violence and persecution of their peoples brings up resonances of the historical oppression and degradation that has been part of their experience as Americans for generations. We stand with them in their grief and their pain and their righteous anger. And we reaffirm the fact that we are all siblings of one creator. Lord, we pray that we may all be healed, but not yet, because there can be no true healing without justice. And there cannot be justice without reconciliation, and there cannot be reconciliation without recognition of our essential oneness in your creation. As long as our hearts remain close to one another, we cannot truly heal and know the full depths of your love for us. So break open our hearts. Break open the hearts of our elected leaders. Break open the hearts of our civil servants. Break open the hearts of our business community and our nonprofit community and our faith communities. Break open all of our hearts to your love and to the love of each other so that justice may roll down like an irresistible torrent and righteousness like a mighty stream overflowing its banks. Then, and only then, will we be able to truly heal and know your peace. Bless those who have died. Bless those who mourn. Bless those who fear. And teach us all to love one another. Amen. Good evening. I'm Rayron Gumbel, the president of the Milwaukee Zen Center, and I'm standing here for the Buddhist communities in Milwaukee, the Buddhist Peace Fellowship, and our traditions are from Tibet, from Korea, from Japan, and from Vietnam. And we all are very sad about this recent incident where eight people were murdered in a mass shooting by a white supremacist. This was a hate crime. And this is not, it's not a, a unique incident. This has been happening for a while. Even houses of worships have been was houses of worship have been vandalized and people have been threatened. We're very sad that we have to come together for this very difficult incident. And we are very deeply sorry that these things have to happen in our country. We condemn all forms of violence and we mourn the victims 
what happened in Atlanta is a direct reflection of the violence that is fueled by white supremacy and racism against peaceful citizens. Milwaukee Zen Center and the Buddhist Peace Fellowship of Milwaukee are standing in solidarity with all victims of hate crimes. May all beings be free from suffering. May all beings be happy. Please join me again for a moment of silence. I serve the First Unitarian Society of Milwaukee downtown. And I want to note that this man who committed murder used the language of religion and as a humble servant of God and a religious person, I want to say no. No to calling women temptation, no to using religion as a justification for hate. This is not what God wants for us. God does not believe women are temptation. God does not believe Asian American women, Pacific Islander women, are temptation. God does not wish for us to hate one another or harm one another. God knows that we are all beloved. We are all beloved. But let me just say that as this man's hate was specific, and racist and misogynist, so God's love is specific. And let me just tell you, God loves you specifically. Each one of you, God loves women. God loves Asian American and Pacific Islanders. God loves Asian American Pacific Islander women. God loves AAPI women who work in massage parlors. God loves AAPI women who work in spas. God loves AAPI women who work in nail salons. God loves everyone, but God loves you specifically. And God loves each and every one of the people who were murdered specifically and deeply. And God grieves this atrocity. This is not what God wants for us. I pray with you all that we do better. Amen. Amen. Thank you. My name is Paul. ...at the Evangelical Church in America. I ask you to pray with me. O God of all nations, all religions, all races, and all languages, our hearts are heavy in the wake of the senseless violence and murderous rage in Atlanta and the continuing action and hatred. Created in your image and likeness, and that we are all members of one human family. Root out all hatred and fear from our hearts. Tear down the systems of racism and white supremacy that plague us. Move us beyond standing up and speaking out so that we might engage in concrete acts of solidarity, taking risks and building a world in which every single one of your children can live in communities filled with peace, reconciliation, justice, and love. Oh, Creator God, heal us, unite us, and move us forward together.
Amen. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much to our faith leaders. My name is Mainza Tao, a community member here in Milwaukee, also a member of the Asian American Pacific Islander Coalition of Wisconsin and also of Elevation. Thank you all so much for coming out, our brothers, sisters, friends, allies, neighbors, and all of our leaders and our faith leaders in this community. I'd like to welcome Sheriff Arnell Lucas, MPD Police Captain Jim Campbell, District 1, and Reggie Moore from the Office of Violence Prevention. This evening, we stand in solidarity and in unity for the lives lost in Georgia and the lives lost in Oconomowoc. We stand in solidarity, saying that we are not going to tolerate racism, sexism, discrimination, and hate. Ever since the words were etched by the founding fathers that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men, and I add women, were created equal and are endowed with certain inalienable rights from the creator of which there is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We know that not everybody has lived up to that creed. We know that the immigrant coming to this land has not been able to live by that creed. We know that the worker fighting for a living wage has not been able to live up to that creed. And we know that women in this country have not been able to live by that creed. A young preacher seated in a Birmingham jail penned these words that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. But I wish to not put a period after that sentence, because what follows is even more profound for us here today. He continues that we are all caught in this inescapable network of mutuality, tied by a single garment of destiny, and that what affects one directly affects all of us indirectly. So what affects the Asian American and Pacific Islanders affects the African American. What affects the immigrant affects the members of LGBTQ. And what affects the working poor affects all of us in this country. We have a lot of work to do to restore this country to this creed of being this great nation. And I am committed to the work of partnering with all of you standing here today in the effort to rid our country of hate, of racism, of discrimination, and of white privilege. Thank you all very much. God bless you all. Out of depravity comes humanity. There's no greater example of that than the leadership shown today by party to make this happen and by all of you being here with us uh, in support. The Milwaukee Police Department is honored to be a part of it. We are here to stand in support of the Asian American Pacific Islanders community at home in Milwaukee and around the world. We do not want the members of the Asian American community or any other Milwaukeeans to live in fear, and we at the Milwaukee Police Department are committed to protecting you. We are also committed 
to making our community involvement, community engagement, a part of our culture at the Milwaukee Police Department. Thank you for allowing us to stand with you today. Reggie Moore. Good evening, my name is Reggie Moore. I'm the director of the City of Milwaukee Office of Violence. I also stand here representing the Milwaukee Commission on Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault Prevention. And I just, of every, all of the powerful words that have been said and the prayers that have gone forth, I just want to say we love you. And we stand with you. And we understand that when women in particular and children in our society are vulnerable, we are all vulnerable. As has been said, what happens to, at any point or at any place in this city or in this world affects all of us. We are all interconnected. And so as we work to make this city and this world a better place, we can only do that together. And when we talk about violence prevention, when you look around you and you see the diversity and the outpouring of love and support, this is what prevention looks like. When you have people representing different systems, different faiths, different racial ethnic backgrounds in different parts of this city. This is what will save us. This is what will overcome the culture of fear and hatred that has unfortunately been a part of this country since its founding. And we have to call it what it is. What happened was not a bad day. That was white supremacy in action. That was culture in action. And we have to be committed to not only calling it out, but addressing it at its root cause. And the greatest way to overcome that is with love and with accountability. Thank you. Next, I'd like to introduce Tammy Schoen, Executive Director of the Hmong American Women's Association, Angelito Tenorio, West Dallas Alderman, and Daryl Moraine from 80% Coalition. Here representing the Hmong Women's Association here in Milwaukee, um, and also commissioner for the Milwaukee Commission on Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault. Um, I'm not here by myself, I'm here with my Hawaii sisters as well. Um, and I want to thank the coalition for um, coordinating this vigil and inviting me to come say a few words about what has transpired in the last couple of days. So what happened to our Asian sisters in Atlanta is gender-based violence caused by a white supremacist. There are no excuses for the violence he committed. As a woman, as a Hmong woman, I deeply felt the agonizing pain of what it means to not feel safe in my own body, and how so many of us are highly aware that we could lose our lives to people who do not see our humanity, as a woman and as an Asian woman. I connect this tragedy to what we as women of color experience at the intersections of gender and race and how we are hypersexualized and so often are the victims of violence. And violence against Asian women by white men is not anything new. Asian women have been experiencing violence from white men through our histories of colonialism and war. So I'm here to say that yes, we need to denounce anti-Asian hate. But if we denounce anti-Asian hate, we must also denounce the violence against black folks who die at the hands of police. denounce anti-Asian hate, we must also denounce the violence against women of color, queer, and trans people. If we denounce anti-Asian hate, we must also denounce the other multiple forms of violence against other marginalized groups that continue to survive and die from violence. We are experiencing a lot of loss as the Asian community, but it is happening in a larger context of the violence that people of color are surviving and dying from every day in this country. Dismantle white supremacy and dismantle patriarchy. This is the work that needs to be done if we want our communities to live. And part of doing this work locally is investing in the organizing work that's already been done on the ground for organizations like Kawa. Our work day in and day out is to keep our women alive. That is our work. There's already so much work being done in the city, like Reggie was saying. Amazing organizations, boots on the ground, in the streets, making sure that communities are staying alive. So if there's anything that you can take from what has happened in the last couple of 
days in the last couple of years since the beginning of this country is look within your community and support those who are doing this work on the ground. Thank you so much. Good evening, everyone. I'll try that again. Good evening, everyone. Thank you. My name's Angelito Tenorio, and I'm so proud to be before you today. Let me tell you a little bit about my story. I'm the proud son of Filipino immigrants. My family's actually here today. Mom, if you could wave. <laughs> and my parents that came to the United States, they came to Wisconsin in hopes of finding a better life. And they fell in love with the community, the neighborhoods, in the schools and on all the opportunities there. They grew up, we were raised, me and my family, me and my siblings were raised in Lasella, so not too far from here. And we grew up with the idea of giving back and serving the community. I did my undergrad at UW-Madison, go Badgers, and that's why I truly found my passion for politics, government, organizing, and empowerment. I've been involved in progressive politics, I now work for an environmental organization called Wisconsin Conservation Voters. And to be honest, when it comes to politics, the API community has been for far too long overlooked. We've been, we've been silenced, we've been, we've been invisible, and oftentimes politicians show up to us when they need us. And for far too long they've told us it's been okay. To be, to be the model minority, or to, to be tokenized, or to be invisible. For far too long, they told us it's okay that we are left behind, or that our voice doesn't matter. But I think that that is very wrong, and there's so much work that needs to be done for the API community. And so many of us have been so involved. Like, we are proud to be here in the U.S. We're proud to be here in Wisconsin. When I was in college, I enlisted in the Wisconsin Army National Guard because I, I love my country. I'm just as American as the person next to me. I probably wore that flag on my shoulder. But for far too long, they told us it's okay for us to feel like we are the perpetual foreigner in, in our own country. For far too long, they told us that, that we don't belong here. But I, I'm going to tell you today that we do belong that you all belong here, no matter what your background is, no matter what your race is, no matter your documentation status, your nation of origin, no matter what your gender, no matter who you love, no matter how you pray, you belong here in the United States, you belong here in Wisconsin. And I, I'm proud to say that not too long ago, a year ago, I. In my hometown of West Dallas, I, I decided to run for office, and I was elected as the first API alder person in the city of West Dallas. I really appreciate all of you being here today. We have so much work to do, but I'm feeling good about the community that we have gathered here, shoulder to shoulder, during this cold evening, this windy evening. I'm really proud to see all of you, all your beautiful faces, and I'm really excited about all the work that we have to do. And thank you so much for being here, and solidarity. We represent the 80% of Wisconsinites, Republicans and Democrats, who say it's time that we pass common sense Gun violence prevention legislation. It's time that we call these individuals with hate in their hearts who go out and kill people domestic terrorists. A little over three years ago, we held a vigil with some of the people here tonight in a place about 10 to 15 minutes away from here to commemorate the murder, the triple murder, triple homicide, Amiru Fayru and Jesus Manzo Fez, all immigrants to this country, who were murdered with the firearm by somebody who should not have one because of the color of their skin and the language they spoke. And we gathered and we committed to take action. 
last year. Once again with many, and I see many here tonight with us. You were there with us then on the south side of Milwaukee. We remembered those lost, whose lives were taken by a man so driven by hate, he literally drove the length of Texas so he could walk into a Walmart in El Paso and in his words, go hunting for people who had different color skin than he did. And now here we are. Here we are commemorating another tragic loss in Georgia by those who proclaim to stand for the Constitution. No, you are the real patriots. You are the real Americans. We come in all sizes, all shapes, and all colors to stand up for the principles, not just some, all the principles in the Constitution, that we are all created equal. I think we can do better than that. That we are all created equal. There's a quote, forgive me, I want to make sure I get it right. Salmon Chase, a former Supreme Court Justice, appointed under then-President Abraham Lincoln, said this, True democracy makes no inquiry about the color of skin or the place of nativity. Where it sees a man, it recognizes a being endowed by his creator with inalienable rights with original inalienable rights. So today, I stand before you, my API brothers and sisters, to say that all of us, we see you, that all of us, we hear you, and from this day forward, all of us stand with you! We have one community, one city, and one nation. Thank you all for coming out today. God bless. Thank you. There is so much love and peace and light surrounding us all tonight. And we know that through tragedy, unfortunately, is where we all come together. And that the love comes stronger and the unity comes stronger. Next, I'd like to have us just recenter for a moment around love and peace and unity. And I'd like to have Carolyn Gastel come back and offer a song. Thank you so much, Mindset. I got it. I got it. So this next song, I'm actually going to wing it. Um, you know, I, I just feel like even though we are in the midst of mourning and grieving for the loss of our community, uh, there's a much more overpowering sense of hope and a desire for action. And so, can I ask for everyone's participation for this next song? Yeah, awesome. So I really hope that y'all can keep a beat for me and that y'all can sing, okay? So th this is how the beat is gonna go. So you stop your feet. So this is how it sing goes. Um, it's gonna be call and response. So when I sing it, then you'll echo me, okay? All right, let's go. God, we sing. God, we sing about your love, and we know you are justice. God, we sing about your love, and we know. You are justice, God we sing, about your love, and we know, you are justice, so let it roll, down like waters, let it run, overflow us.
It's sad that we're here again to mourn the deaths of individuals in Georgia, six of whom were Asian women. We must speak up in this moment to unequivocally condemn this act of violence and hate. We must speak up in this moment to unequivocally condemn white supremacy. We must condemn misogyny. We must condemn xenophobia. We must condemn racism. 
We must condemn homophobia. We must condemn transphobia. The day has come. We know better. For those of you out there who are thinking these vile thoughts and doing these things, you know better. For God's sake, for God's sake, stop. And we must condemn this immediately. The Equal Rights Commission stands with you today and every day in unity, in support, in solidarity with our Asian American and Pacific Islander communities. We know you're feeling the pain. In a personal moment, my husband, who's Chinese American, you know, I drop him off from work to work many times in cold Milwaukee, he's not wearing a jacket, so I'm using, you're going to stay in today, right? Yeah, I'm not going to go out. That question has changed now. It's not about wearing a jacket. I still ask him, are you going to go out? I don't want you going out. I want you to stay in that building. And when I drop him off at work, I watch him go through that one set of doors and the second set of doors before I leave. This is tragic that we have to think this way. We have a sister, and I have a sister-in-law and brother-in-law here who are Chinese American and two nieces. And it's just tragic to think that they have to live their lives in fear every day. This must stop. The Equal Rights Commission is here. If you feel that you have faced discrimination, acts of racism, acts of violence, contact us, erc at milwaukee.gov. We have a website with a complaint form. File that complaint so that we can track the situations and these problems and this data so that we can privacy and good law and protection. If it's an emergency, dial 911, contact your local law enforcement immediately. But please contact us at the Equal Rights Commission. And for God's sake, this must end. And together, we are going to win and love will win.